Ordinarily, I'd be relieved to go long stretches of time without a mission. I'm at least relatively sane, so I don't relish throwing myself into new kinds of unnatural danger. But with our last mission in Afghanistan being the result of ripples from the island, and what the newbies told me about their encounter in Ruth, I don't know. I feel like I'm waiting for the next shoe to drop constantly. Like I can't relax and enjoy the moments I'm living through because the sort of Damocles is hanging over me. What we did out on the island has consequences. No real surprise there. Every action has some kind of reaction. That's just physics. But these consequences feel like they might be lying in wait, waiting for us to drop our guard. And I'm afraid that what we face since the island is just the beginning of something much bigger. Hearing snippets of unnatural things in the interviews I'm doing doesn't help with that sense at all. I've heard story after story of things that I haven't encountered, and at what point does all of that converge into a world-ending event? Who knows? Maybe I'm being hypervigilant, but that's probably better than being overly confident and getting blindsided. Because it's not paranoia when something is actually out to get you. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. Some time has lapsed since there's been any activity with our cell. On August 1st of 2024, Agent Rowan, doing her normal pass, finds a notice in the Dropbox. The package provides some basic information, but also a login and a burner phone. Activating the burner phone, a new file pops up with more information. Last month, a group of number stations across the world began sending out a transmission of coordinates, as well as a date, the 1st of September of 2024, and 715E. The messages were originally encrypted, but they were transcribed by other members of Delta Green of the different cells. You look at a map, Rowan, that's available in the options in the phone. The location is a section of northern Nevada in Pershing County in the Black Rock Desert. You see with a quick internet search, it's the site of Black Rock City, where there is a very large event thrown there yearly. It is known as also known as the burn or that thing in the desert. The dates and times are listed for the next event. That time window provided in the initial alert coincides with the time and date of the next big event. It's been confirmed that there will be some unnatural activity there, but they are uncertain what it is. Arcel, you will need to observe and determine a plan of action the sources have previously provided intel concerning Big Sky, showing that it is the same sphere of threat. You may be familiar with what you're going up against or on the lookout for. There are some special rules, though. 
No firearms. The United States Bureau of Land Management, also known as BLM, has jurisdiction and are hyper-protective of that jurisdiction. The DEA, FBI, and local law enforcement even defer to the BLM's authority there. They are allowed to carry only on Bureau of Land Management's permission. The population of this event is known to be peaceful. It grows through the third largest city in all of Nevada during this two to three week period. The event does have its own security as well as infrastructure services. The security are known as Rangers. They're visible via their khaki clothes, their coats, wide brim hats, and they also usually have lanyard. They act as liaisons between the LEOs and the community. So if something is going to go down, the Rangers are generally there first and then disseminate to official authorities later. Some things do not get passed along. There's special teams within the Rangers and that can be reviewed or can be obtained later if you wish. Please request information via the appropriate form. There's also a secondary mission. There will be at least two Delta Green friendlies on site. They are FBI agents involved in a homicide case. There is potential that they may require assistance if the threat is determined to be unnatural. Your assistance is under your team's discretion. That's the end of the information that you've got, Rowan. This is more than you've gotten for other missions at times, but also this is a lot more vague. Is there any contact information on the phone for who I'm contacting about this particular mission? There is information for a contact in Reno. When you get to Reno, someone will meet the team at the airport. They will have a sign and the sign will state the Underhills. That does make Rowan chuckle quietly to herself. Do we have an indication of when we're supposed to meet this contact at the airport? And do we have tickets? You do find that there are digital tickets available for you that uh, will allow you to pick them up at will call. The dates that you are to land in Reno, August 24th, the day before the official start of the event. So that gives us a solid three weeks to get ready does give you quite a bit of time. You do get the information from the number stations, the addresses or the call signs, if you will, as well as the coordinates. Those are available for you to see. Mm -hmm. Then looking at all of that, I'm going to send a group text message out, not using the usual RSL group chat, but send out a group text message and tell everyone... Hey, it's Rowan. We have a new mission. Meet me at this location. And I'll give them the address of a public community center that is in between Sacramento and the main Bay Area. A public community center space where I can rent a conference room, basically. I don't know the two newbies well enough yet to invite them to my house. The text goes out. Everyone has their phone ring. It's been some time for some contact for some of you. River, you, Jen, and Katie have recently moved into your new home in Moraga. Katie is transferring into the new school at the beginning of the next school year, and she's gotten quite excited. You were able to make some additions to the new home with the help of your friend Rooster. What you originally thought was going to be a in-law house off the back 
um, has turned into Katie's maker's room, if you will, with the assistance of Rooster. You see the alert on your phone after your last time dealing with this stuff. Uh, I guess it's time to get back on the job. Honey, it's the, uh, it's the green people again. I thought the landscapers were done. No, no, no. Um. Oh, okay. All right. It's been quiet for a while. Yeah, it has. Um, well, it's, it's just a meeting so far. Maybe it'll be something small and easy. She looks at you with her eyes wide and she tilts her head quizzically. I redacted. I don't think that exists for you. Yeah, I'm sure they... <sighs> well, what do I need to pack for you? Because usually when you go off on these meetings, you're gone for two days, a week. Um, I don't... I, I'm sure that Rowan would have mentioned if I needed more than just, you know, myself there. But let me let me check. And I'll text back, uh, are we expecting a... Uh, Overnight uh, stay required? I'll reply, not yet. We've got some good lead time on this one. Okay, should I bring my kit? I don't think that will be necessary. All right, it seems like this is just a, uh, a briefing, probably. They'll let me know what, what needs to be done. Okay, all right, well. <sighs> I get really nervous when you do this, Redacted. Yeah, well, it, it, at least it hasn't been very often. You know what? I'm going to go get my nails done because it's been so long and um, I need to treat myself. And uh, yeah, anxiety's kind of gone up. So having somebody work on my nails, that's going to, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. She walks over, gives you a kiss on the cheek, and then heads back upstairs. And you gather your, your things and get ready for uh, your meeting. Wait, when is it? Sorry, my brain is kind of in all over the place mode. Uh, tomorrow afternoon, say at about 6.30, should give you time to get there from work. That's evening. For people who are morning people, sure. I'll buy you dinner. See you tomorrow. Rooster, you're working day shift and you're helping someone cut some lumber. You're working in the store for the current job. Mike walks up to you. Hey, everything going okay? While your phone goes off and you see that it's from glasses. Look at him. Look at my phone. And with evident glee say, hold on, I gotta take this. Uh, but... And just walk away for a second. Um, okay. Yeah, oh. It's okay. It's, it's okay. Don't worry. He'll help you out here. And walk away. Oh. Okay, sir, I will, will what, what do we need to do? And you walk off into the garden section of this very large hardware store that Mike is the, or home improvement store that Mike is the manager of, the regional manager of. With one hand, I will text as quickly as I can. I'm getting better at doing um, the autocomplete. Say, OMG, please tell me we have job. Get me out home despot. Meeting tomorrow. I'll tell you all about it. I walk back over to Mike and go, Hey, uh, you got this guy figured yeah. out? Can I talk to you? Cool. Yeah. Um, I need some time off. Uh, okay. Um, 
you know, you can you could talk to your direct supervisor if you need the time off. I mean, you can put in the request. I think you need to do at least a minimum, you know, reach out two weeks, Mike, two weeks from now. Mike, buddy, brother-in-law of mine, when was the last time I asked for time off? Uh, I yeah, don't... exactly. Um, when was the last time I told my sister about our little arrangement? Uh, at the the July Fourth. Yeah, I didn't mention the whole um, you not covering the prosthetic with company insurance, did I? That was above me. I don't have uh-huh, any. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Jenna would love to hear that. Mike, you're the regional director of Home Depot. I'm taking some time off. Okay. Okay, how much how much time are you gonna need? At least at least tell me that. Thanks. Awesome. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Uh, bye. bye. Uh, shit. Ross and Regan, you're both at Grandin and Burke, talking with the executive vice president Allison Jensen. She's going over a few items about one of the newer projects that you guys have just moved off of. You worked it for a couple weeks, and then it got handed off to another group that is a little bit more focused. This one was another easement issue with more owls. The message is from the number from that lady that gave you the ride home that you've talked with before. The FBI agent, Agent Rowan. At least the location, the meeting location, is not far. You both look at your phones at the same exact time, almost like it's synchronized swimming style. Allison looks at you oh um everything okay oh yeah sorry just a mutual friend sent us a group text okay that sounds good as long as you guys get the get the paperwork over to uh emilio and arturo that would be great they're the two new interns go make sure you go hand it off to them they'll pass it over and then tomorrow after after lunch we'll talk about what the next next project is you know what actually she looks down at her desk calendar you know make that monday Let's do let's do dinner on Monday. You guys hand you guys handle that, and we'll uh, we'll talk later. I'm sure you guys have stuff going on and meetings and whatnot, right? Yeah, sounds good. Yep, that works. When you turn and leave Allison's office, you see in the cube farm that seems to grow new interns like on a weekly basis or on the monthly basis as the the lunar cycle changes. There are no name plaques up. Of course not. Mm-mm. Uh, who did she just say? Emmett? Um, and Ar- Artem. I thought it was Artem. No, Artem's the other one. We keep giving everything to Artem, and he keeps passing okay, it to the that's... other one. Right. Ar- Argent? Ar- Archin? Let's just... We don't have to use their names if we're clever. We can just... How are we going to be clever today? <laughs> <laughs> just walk up and say, hey, just whoever's there. They're used to it. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so we head over to the intern desk and hand off our the stuff from Allison to whoever's there. The gentleman there takes the takes the folder, looks at it, opens it. Oh, you're looking for Emilio. Emilio's over here. I'll I'll go I'll go give it to him. Thanks so it, much. Thank. Oh, you. no problem. Redacted and redacted. Hope you guys have a, have a good time. Um, do you guys need any coffee? Um, sparkling water. Um, do you need any, anything typed out? Anything written? Uh, I'd love a diet coke if you could grab one, but um, otherwise I'm good. Okay. Uh, coffee would be great. Two sugars. That's it. All right. I'll, br- I'll bring them over to your offices as soon as we can. Thank, Thank you. you. 
All right, who uh, this one was? I was when we get back to our desk, and I'll go into Reagan's office. So this one is from that one lady, Rowan. But who are these other numbers? I assume it's the rest of the team. I guess. Okay. I don't know. Uh, if we're all if we're all in the uh, text, yeah. Then I, I guess, guess we should say... probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just okay. I'll shoot back. We're in. We'll see you there. Before your answer hits, you see other responses, small conversations going back and forth with Rowan uh, from these uh, these two other numbers that are listed. And so it looks as though that people are active here. So it looks like it's nearby. It was tomorrow night? Yeah. Didn't... and um, It's Friday night. Really blown a hole in the weekend. So what are we... Do we what are we going to do? How are we going to play this? Is this something we got to be cool about? I or... don't know. This is so, so new. I'd almost hoped it was a, just a weird nightmare that we could forget about, but I think not. Truly, there are some things that I don't think we're ever going to forget about, and I yeah. unfortunately think there is more in our path. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess we just show up? It sounds like it's just like information... Like a briefing? Yeah. Maybe it's just a little cookout. Maybe maybe it'll be no sweat, no problem, and it'll just be a little like team update of like, hey, we have other people doing the scary things, you guys can go home. Yeah. Alright. Um Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just go bury bury my head and back in work and hope and forget about this until tomorrow. That is ideal. We do actually have stuff that if we do yep. not get a Allison yep. by Monday, yep. we are going mm-hmm. to be in yep. trouble. Um, yes. Okay. That sounds good. That's okay. great. All right. I head back to my office. Rowan, are you doing any additional research beforehand or waiting to meet with everybody to gather that list? So knowing that we're going out to that thing in the desert and... Not necessarily the kinds of circles that I usually run in, but I know people who run in those sorts of circles. When I get home that evening, I would immediately go over to Jonathan and Casey's and knock on their door. Jonathan opens up the door, looks down at you. Hey! Hi! I have kind of a weird question for you. Your questions usually are pretty weird. Yes, uh, this actually might be one of the more normal questions I've ever asked. Oh, come on in. Thank you. I'll step inside closes the door. It's friggin' hot outside. Yeah. This, uh, global warming bullshit. Just love it. Yeah, no, global warming's definitely not a thing. No, 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 no. Polar ice caps aren't melting. Nope, not at all. Nope, not, it couldn't possibly be the case. Never mind all the photographic evidence and what the scientists are saying. And anyway. You know what? I think it's just all, like, all the hot boys that are down on Fremont. (laughs) Oh, is that the excuse we're using? Okay. Yep, that's what's making it. That's what's making the world hotter. Truly. Um, you've been out to the thing in the desert, right? You you and Casey? Oh, yeah, we've been out to the burn a couple times. Okay. Um, I heard it sucked next year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Uh, that's just the thing they say. Oh. Okay. This is very much outside my particular area of knowledge. Are you going? You only have like two weeks. Three. It's it's three. It's the first today. Okay. Yes. Um, the job that I do not talk about uh, is sending me out in that direction. 
Yeah. There's a lot of weird shit that goes on there. How are you going to tell what's weird and what's not weird or what's not? It's all good luck. My my thought at the moment is make friends with the people who know what is normal weird and what is weird weird and uh, use them as my barometer. <laughs> oh, it's all weird. Yeah, it's- but there's weird and then there's... And she'll kind of make the finger wavy gesture. Weird. Yeah... Yeah. Anyway, you've been out there, and I have not. Any information that you and Casey have about what people wear, what I need to acquire for camping things. I think that there's... I need to get in touch with the contact, but it sounds like some of that's being taken care of. But also... It's, I, I had to look at it on a map. It's a big ass desert. I don't, I'm not a desert girl. It turns into a giant city. It turns into a party like for a whole week straight. Jeez. You know, you might need some, some assistance in keeping up, but try to sleep during the, during the day. If you can, if you've got shade, cover up. Parties, good times at nighttime. Um, less is more when it comes to clothing. Okay. Sometimes people get away with negative clothing. How do you get away with negative clothing? Uh, the orifices. Ah, no, I'm actually not going to ask you to elaborate on that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to take any questions at this time on that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you just want, you know, shiny stuff, but no no sparkles. I mean, you can do sparkles, but don't do, uh, you know, no sequins. You don't want to leave any moop. Um, What's moop? N- no, a matter out of place. Oh. Uh, stuff that falls off, junk, trash, stuff like that. Hmm. Take nothing but, but pictures, leave nothing but memories. Pretty much, yeah. They've they've got this whole like tenants. They've got like a Ten Commandments type thing. Some of them are occultists, I swear. It's almost a whole religion. Rowan flinches a little bit at that. Just hmm. Yeah. Cultists. That's uh. That, that'll be fun. I don't. I, don't, I mean, I, 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 you're fine. Okay. If it's actual literal cultists, then no. Well, I mean, we'll there are out. there are there are some, but they're not like that type of cult. I don't think. I don't think so. But yeah, you don't want to have like sequins and stuff that falls off and what you take in, you got to take out. So like leave no trace. Got it. That That's important, you know? Okay. Oh yeah. No money. When you go there, there's, you don't, you do not exchange money. There's no commodification of things. Um, everything's based off of gifting and barter. Oh, are there things that are better for gifting and bartering or is it just whatever feels right? Your personal preference, your personal presence could be a gift to somebody. Not mine. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't. I don't mean it that way. I mean it could be. It could be that way. But oh no, I don't mind that part. People just tend to get a little up, uh, tense when I'm around sometimes. Uh, you know, grab a gas mask or a uh, a couple of uh, you know those uh, breath ventilator type things like the the dust mask that like the painters and stuff use. Ooh. I think I still a- might have some left over from all of that mess oh no no there's still though you need something something hardier than that you actually oh. need like the ventilator type thing um because uh. when 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 they get the dust storms that's pretty pretty crazy pretty bad got it isn't doesn't rooster work at at a one of those places now like a home improvement place he might be able to get some oh yeah i can and ron will actually pull a notebook out of her back pocket flip it open and scribble down the beginning of what will be the shopping list Jonathan goes through a bunch of items that you need. Something that kind of stands out are personal lights. 
like armbands and he talks quite a bit about the fashion um, that's out there and how it changes but a lot of it is either next to nothing also rave wear or desert gear but there are people that wear cargos and shirts you know cargos and t-shirts as long as you participate you're not really looked upon as being weird but you don't have to participate in the clothing aspect you can participate in other ways Casey comes in and pipes in and tells you that it's not a festival, so don't expect there to be musicians there, but expect there to be lots of music and musicians there. It's its own thing. It's a planned community. It's an intentional community. That sounds really cool, actually. Casey seems to be a bit more into it than Jonathan was. Casey starts to get a little bit of glassy-eyed when started talking about some of the things, and you recognize some of the potentiality of cult-like behavior but there are certain some certain things about you know a utopia in the desert a weird socialist utopian in the desert sure no money weird hmm but could work yeah i'll take a bunch of notes as jonathan and casey are going over things and ask them to uh message me any links that they have for resources and things like that that i can pass along to the rest of the team Casey starts to search on his phone and you get an alert to a Google Sheets page with a listing of different links of fashion, idea, what you need, what don't you need, YouTube playlists. They start to pop up immediately as you guys are talking as he's sending the information to you. Oh, beautiful. And I don't I, I don't know if you've kept in touch with anyone uh, since when you were there, but if you know of anyone who's going uh, that you could introduce me to, I'd love to... The plan is to make friends. Uh, yeah. Um, we camped with um, Eat Me, Drink Me. Is that an Alice in Wonderland camp? Uh, it, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not... <laughs> they look at each other, they share a look, and they look at you. Your normal day job may not be good for them. From what I understand... My normal day job is going to be put to the side as per agreement with BLM and my particular three letters. Okay. BLM are a bunch of assholes. Don't speed. Do not speed on your way through there. You will get a ticket. They will search all of your shit. Noted. Jonathan looks at you. Remember that whole, that whole like, body orifices and cavity things? Hmm. All right, maybe I'm, ex- maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it feels like that sometimes. That's fair. They feed you. The real reason I went over there, of course. Yeah, for dinner. Being a single woman living alone, uh, I I mooch off of them when I can. Casey loves to bake and loves to cook, so it works out well. Jonathan likes the idea of other people eating all the food so he can watch his waistline. Friday rolls around, and you were able to secure a community space, a space to gather everybody. You arrive early and sweep it for any type of bugs or listening devices. And there was a phone in the middle of the room. You were able to disconnect it and actually put it into another room altogether, as well as remove the wiring. Disconnect the wiring, not remove the wiring. We're not going that crazy and that deep into it. And you're there with your cup of current coffee. I've invested in a good travel mug and make my own coffee now. Mm Mm-hmm. Who arrives first? Well, River probably arrives pretty punctually since he's that kind of person. River, you open up the door and you see Rowan 
is standing at the table, looking the room over, looking out the window. Hey, it's been a while. Hey, how you been? Uh, good, good. It's uh, been busy moving. Yeah, how did uh, how'd the move go? Oh, it you know, usual hassles. There was still a little bit of construction going on, but, uh, you know, we wanted to get in, get in there and, and start making it feel like a home. Sure. You're, you're going to have to have the housewarming party eventually, you know. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Maybe <laughs> Labor Day weekend? Oh, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Let's put it that way. So... You gonna save it up for uh, when Rooster gets here, or give me a hint now? What are we saving? Hey, Rooster, welcome back. <sighs> Sorry, traffic. I I don't know Bay Area patterns anymore, and Fresno sucks. Well, this is kind of a weird spot, anyway. Well, so we're all here. Shall we get started? We're not all here yet. Give it a couple minutes. Wait, what? Ross and Regan, you pull up in Ross's new, brand new Prius. All right, we're not supposed to use our real names. We're supposed to use those code names Mm -hmm. she told us to make. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Regan, Ross, pointing at Ross. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We got this. Got it. Be cool. Be cool. We're we're cool. We're cool. We're We're super cool. Yep. Okay. Mm. They both put on sunglasses. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Very doofy spy. Mm-hmm. Stupid. So I'll go knock on the door. You don't have to stand on ceremony. Come on in. And besides, you wouldn't believe how handy this thing is during a, a haunted house. You can have somebody rip your arm off and it's totally believable. It's awesome. I scared the shit out of some kids. Rooster? River? Meet Reagan and Ross. Oh. Tentative waves. Yep. Rooster, don't you dare. Do what? You know exactly what. I don't don't do no. any of it. Nope. I, I don't know what I don't know exactly what, but I know it's all bad. <laughs> all I was gonna say was nice shades. Seeing that no one else is wearing sunglasses, <laughs> I will take mine off. Hi, nice to meet you. Um I go by river here. I'm the scientist. Okay. What do we see? Do you want to describe yourself? Uh, river is uh, medium height, kind of thin, and, and wiry looking. Brown hair, fairly short. And so wearing boots. Look like they might be hiking boots. Cargo pants and a uh, button shirt. He was looking at something on his phone when you walked in. Hey, I'm Rooster. Excuse me for not putting my feet down off the table. I just don't want to. Um, I'm her left hand. And you look, Rooster, of course, has no left hand because his arm was amputated at the elbow. He's wearing jeans and Home Depot emblazoned polo shirt that looks entirely uncomfortable on him. Blonde, crew cut, looks like he lives outside in the sun or at the gym. And what do they see when they look at Ross and Reagan? So I'll say, hey, nice to meet you, Ross. Point at Reagan. Reagan. Um, Ross is wearing a gray suit 
Um, he's got like a white shirt and a red tie on. Then he's in the process of taking off his jacket and putting away his shades. He's uh, half Hispanic, so he's got the tanner skin, dark brown hair, brown eyes. Reagan is a little bit shorter in stature. She has her most notable feature is her like big curly brown hair that's just kind of it's highly quaffed, but it is gigantic. She has on some like sensible heels, black dress, uh, but a pretty like flamboyant red coat that is unmistakable. She she's popping off her her shades and kind of like hooking them on the on the neckline of of her dress. Well, you have a color sense, so uh, you're not feds. Hey, they didn't issue you your black suits yet. What'd you do wrong to end up here? Uh, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, is what it seems like. Yeah, that that's a that's a given. Like most of us, they encountered uh, something unnatural in the wrong place, wrong time, and survived it. So here we all are. I had spiders. She had fish fuckers, and. He doesn't know. Librarians, probably. Yeah, yeah. What's yours? Someone's uncle? In, wait, not in the septic tank. Uh, no. It was like it, a cloud. I don't... It's hard it, to describe. It It was large. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. It's gone now. It's gone. All right. Cool. Really, what if I could still... I don't have the words, truly. Yeah. Well, at least they're not making it up. Okay, cool. So what do you so what do you do? We uh we we work for a, a lobby firm. Like uh we work at the Capitol. Some half at the office, half sometimes we're at the Capitol a lot lobbying politicians and other clients. You can all see Rooster's face of either disinterest or disgust. Or maybe column A, column B. But you can also tell that he's thinking. You could smell the wood burning and see the hamster running on a wheel behind his eyes. Okay, that's that's interesting. Um, what, what sort of jobs do you have? I mean, lobby? Do you just talk to politicians? More constituents, I guess, most of the time. Um, yeah, it just, we're, we're fairly yeah. new at our positions, so we mostly wind up uh, trying to get permission to do things from business owners and stuff like that. So, all right. The important questions. Uh, what do you lobby for? Because this will matter whether I talk to you about this ever or not. Well, we can't divulge our, our clients. Yeah. But um, some of the causes we generally work for we we have a lot of um, environmental protections groups and mm-hmm. some like children's advocacy groups. We got I mean, a couple we have a, bigger clients too that we can't really talk about, but e- yeah, some some larger industry clients. But um, yeah, our our main focus is is environmental protections. River perks up at this. Oh, do you? Uh, I hope you're on the right side. You know, saving the spotted owls and all. There's just a, sh- a shudder. <laughs> Reagan and Ross visibly shudder. Can I roll humans on that? I don't know if you have to. <laughs> you know what? Yes. Let's start yes. the arc off with Rooster rolling or rolling a human roll. Failing a human. We'll even roll. let River roll a human roll. Rowan, okay. you already know this reason. I already know the story. Yes, I get to start off with my check mark. 
79. 18. Hey, I have 18. That would have been good. Uh, Rooster, you do see them shudder. You're not entirely sure what that meant completely, but you got a little bit of it. Um, River, you're able to pinpoint that the spotted owl might be a sensitive subject to these these two. You might want to dig dig more into it to find out where, if you so chose, but there's definitely a, a thread to pull on with that. Sensitive subject? I, I, I'm, I'm in the same area myself. Uh, I'm uh, with the Criminal Investigations Division of EPA. Oh. Cool. Um... Well, we, we, um, Reagan is just trying to figure out the most, like, protecting confidentiality with her clients, but also, like, this is, how do I say this without saying this? She's going to be looking at Rowan as a, like, is it okay to talk about this? I guess it is. So, for, for your information, Ross and Reagan, uh, usually we have these meetings in my home because I have, well, there's no nice way to put it. I have a conspiracy board in my house that we add information to as we find out more, since a lot of things tend to be interconnected in strange ways. Only the fact that I don't know you two very well yet is why we're meeting in a public place as opposed to in my house. So in general, feel free to share as much as you are comfortable with sharing with as much as you are comfortable with them knowing. Fair enough. At your pace, in your time, whatever you are comfortable with or able to. Don't let them bully you. I say looking at Rooster. <laughs> what I do so far. What haven't you done? You'll have to narrow that down. I don't think it'll be much of a surprise if I, if I point out that uh, our, our Rooster here is a Marine. Ah. I just read the haircut. And he failed high school tact. I failed a lot of things in high school. Mm, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, so you mentioned this at the remote booty dinner. I'm a little hungry. We didn't grab anything on the way here. Oh, I like him. I'm going to go over what we have uh, as far as mission goes quickly, and then and then we will reconvene at a restaurant. How's that? That works. I don't want to bring food in here. I don't... Public spaces get weird about food. It's weird. So, hi, everyone. Welcome to the new iteration of our cell. We have, uh, of course, as you see, two new folks, and... Uh, this one is looking to be an interesting assignment in that we have a lot more lead time than we usually do. We'll be meeting our contact in Rito, Nevada on the 24th of, of this month. So we've got about three weeks to get ready. How long do you think this will go? It's hard to say. We are going to the thing in the desert, the burn. Are you familiar? Kind of. Yeah. I know general idea of what it is, not much else. It will probably be at least a week. I believe the event, uh, one of my contacts said that it can be between two to three weeks long. I'm hoping it won't take us that long to find out what's going on. Can you fill some of us in? Because burns in the desert, in my experience, was usually a pit with a lot of really nasty shit and, you know, health problems. This one is a bunch of counterculture people going out to form a temporary utopia in the middle of the desert. Um, in English? They, they build uh, really big art things out of wood and then they set them on fire. Oh. 
basically it's a place where money has no effect where you meet people you talk to people you're there as part of the culture um i've i've heard the term dirty hippies used a lot okay i was wondering how not to use that term but Mm, i went to uc berkeley um yay i guess i'll reserve judgment until i see what the fuck this is is there some sort of way we can get this covered with work or do we are we responsible for that with the time that we have, I may be able to rustle something up. The problem... Hmm. The issue with this particular mission that is different from all of the other missions that we've done is that there is not a specific threat that we are responding to. So usually when we show up to these things, it's because there's a dead body of someone who has a bunch of batteries in his stomach. Or there's a murder scene with weird words smeared in blood on the walls. Or that sort of thing. Where it's very visibly, there is something wrong, and we can go in as a governmental group to deal with it. This one is very interesting because... And she'll share the information about the number stations, the coordinates, and the uh, 715. Wait, you're telling us we need to go in with no information and figure out what is weird about the burn. Yes. That's other than the dirty hippies? The, the, the answer is everything. The whole point of the burn is weird. This kind of weird... So the sources who pass this information along to the ABCs are the same sources that passed along information about Big Sky. So it may, they think, that it's along those sorts of lines of, and I'll turn and look at, at Ross and Regan, aliens. Rooster's doing the hand thing. And so is River. Are you completing the hand thing for him? No. Okay. I did that once and then realized it was totally insensitive. <laughs> he did that once and then Rooster smacked him with a stump. Yeah, that too. There's probably people, like, dressing up as aliens and, and building spaceships out there. Well, that's that's one of the reasons. It's very, it's, hmm, how do I put this? I personally take it as a very high mark of pride that we were the ones put on this. Because there is so little information. That means that they trust us to go in, assess the situation, find out what's actually wrong... And then that we can deal with it. Which makes sense because, as Charlie has said to me, we are a geriatric team as far as Delta Green is concerned. I, I'm so sorry if I'm just extremely behind, but I have so many questions. How do you know that there's going to be a problem? There always is. That's just what happens. The sources that, that this information came from are sources that watch out for the unnatural and things that, that come through number stations, I'm going to generalize and say are, are often extraterrestrial in nature. So this is coming from further up in Delta Green? Yes, I refer to them as the ABCs, A cell, B cell, C cell. You ask your roomie if he knows anything, Ron? My roomie? Yeah, uh, other Sam. Oh, no, I haven't talked to Sam about that yet. 
that's one of the things that I intend to do over the next few weeks. Yeah, I'll probably get in touch with uh, that crowd, too. Reagan, are you okay? No. Um, I'm I'm really trying to process all of this. So you're, you're saying that um, there's a division here that is somehow so knowledgeable about things going out, going on both in our world and outside of our planet that they are predicting a potential alien event in the desert in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. The coolness with that Rowan says that does make the hair on your arm stand up. I mean, they don't necessarily know that it's aliens and... and but it's aliens. Some, but it's aliens. Or, it, it, you know, might as well be. It might be aliens. And they're certainly not telling us everything they know. I think that they've told us most of what they know at this point. Well, it sounds like they don't really know anything. That's... Welcome to Delta Green. Why I'm confused about um, how this is how this has come to us to investigate a a bit of chatter as opposed to a concrete lead, unless I'm again missing something. You said what are number stations? Sorry, just no. You're fine. Uh, number stations are radio stations, AM, FM, you name it. That just broadcast series of numbers so it's like 82 45 17 and there are people who study those and find the patterns in them because sometimes sometimes it's just random chatter it's um a noisy game and sometimes there are patterns within them it's in a lot of the whole conspiracy theory shit that unfortunately for us is usually true but yeah, it's one of those things. But Delta Green has done a very good job of taking things that are true and turning them and the people who talk about them into conspiracy theory hacks because it's easier that way. So you're saying that this agency that we now work for is... Agency is a strong word. So is work. I mean, we don't get paid. We don't get paid? Nope. I just look at Reagan. So we're the interns? We're getting our lives back, remember? We get this in exchange for not going to barge prison. Um, I mean, the upside is is maybe you save the world. Right. Or maybe you lose an arm. Who knows? While saving the world. We got to blow up a nuke once. Mm. That was fun. Rooster, I have not told them about that, and we're going to leave that alone for right now, please. I never blew up a nuke. Not once. Rooster? What? Just, mm. And she'll do, like, the duck lip, closed mouth thing. He does the zipper, throw away the key thing. Let's never speak of that again. Um, yeah, so, sorry, I'm struggling to it find- It never happened. Mm-hmm. Struggling to find words to describe any of what's happening. So for now, we're going to go with agency and work. This agency that we work for is getting all of its intel from- these number stations that play openly and freely on any radio wave, the source of which we do not know, and the veracity and interpretation of these numbers we cannot verify. Sounds about right. That's what we're working with here. 
Well, I'm sure they, you know, they, they've got access to like satellite stuff and, and, you know, other intel. I mean, it's not necessarily just those radio stations. Looking at it from a purely macro perspective, Agent Reagan, Delta Green has been in operation kind of continuously since the 1920s. They have a lot of experience putting together unnatural events and the predictions thereof from information that I'm still struggling to grasp, to be perfectly honest. I know that the number stations are where they got this particular thing. I know that that's where they got the coordinates. That'll lead us to Black Rock City and this um, this 715E. Whatever that means, I don't know what that means. That might be, I don't know, the number of an encampment within the burn or something like that. As far as what we are looking for, it's going to be uh, challenging. I'm not going to sugarcoat that because we're not there looking for, you know, other people who are puking up battery acid or being controlled by star children in their heads. Well, we might see that, but we don't know that yet. Probably the best course of action is going to be making friends. Spreading out, getting into as many encampments, as many corners of the burn as we can get our hands on. I fully intend to make friends with the medical staff, because if there is something like what we saw in Big Sky, the medical staff are going to be the first ones to see it. Rooster raises a stump. Mm Mm-hmm. Can I talk now? Yes. Okay. Looks at Ross and Reagan. Any of you doctors, EMTs, took a first aid course in Boy Scouts? Just shake our heads no. No. Oh, goody. Uh, over the course of time since um, since Rory left, I've taken an EMT class, so I at least know a little bit more than I did. I know a whole, whole lot more about, you know, this. Mm-hmm. And how the medical system works and things, but let's just hope for no... Uh, it looks at them. And cuts his words off. Yeah. No uh, medical emergencies. Do we have any friendlies in the community? We do. There are two Delta Green friendlies in there. They're both FBI agents who are apparently involved in a homicide case. And there's a potential that if they that if it's figured out that the source of that particular homicide case is unnatural, that they may need assistance if we are willing to give that. That one is actually at our discretion. That's so a that's, secondary mission. they're currently working on a homicide case? That's what I gathered, yes. And then three weeks, they may still be working on a homicide case? You, mm. As a member of that particular three-letter agency, I am going to guess that it is a current active homicide case, and those don't close as fast as television would have you believe. Right. Got it. Who died? Unknown. I did not get that information. This is more of the generalized, I'm catching you guys up on what I know, and then we're not going to be leaving until, and I'll look at the tickets again, we're meeting our contact in Reno on the 24th, so we have a few weeks to gather information. Surprisingly, we almost never get... You two came in on actually kind of a good one, because usually it's get to the airport in the next eight hours we're leaving. Well, and, uh... We have to get prepared to spend a week on a dry lake bed in Nevada. Yeah. With no modern facilities whatsoever. 
Well... So what's our loadout, then? Are we talking tents? Are we talking... Are there cabins of some sort? Are we... There's no cabins. I've looked at the uh, Google Maps of that particular area. It's just an alkaline desert. Yeah, I think it's tents or RVs. So are we digging for waste, burning it, or packing it out? Probably packing out most of it because you don't want to... You don't want to burn that, and you definitely can't leave it. Yeah, that that many people, you can't you can't leave it behind. You're gonna have to take it out with you. I was talking to Jonathan and Casey, and then I'll pause and look at Ross and Reagan. Uh, Jonathan and Casey are my my neighbors. They've been to the burn. Uh, I was chatting with them, and they were telling me basically, you know, leave nothing but footprints, take nothing but memories. Well, and I'm I'm not an expert on this, but from from what I've heard. You're not supposed to just look. You're supposed to do stuff, like dress up or do some kind of art if you want to fit in. Well, and part of that will be uh, our stellar personalities showing up and meeting people and seeing what the norm is. Oh, is that what these two are for? Okay, I've been thinking it, but I'm glad that somebody friendly said it. I'm generally the the tact of the group. I failed high school. Okay, don't hit me. We've already made that joke. I'm not going to ask if you have questions because you clearly do. Any sane person would. I think it's just the quantity of questions is where to start. So there's a certain amount of faith that you're going to have to take this on. You said somebody's meeting us in Reno. Yes. Are we getting any kind of support? I believe so. I'm going to be reaching out to my contacts in the upper alphabet and asking what exactly our contact is going to be providing us there. It's very possible that we might be provided with an RV. And if not, we need to know that. And I think that that falls well within the bounds of what uh, the upper alphabet can tell us. All right. And then... um... Still didn't quite answer. What's our loadout since we're dealing with something? We don't exactly have the anti-tank rocket this time, but what are we thinking? You're going to hate this. We are not allowed to take guns. Full stop. (laughs) That's as funny as when you said we were going to Afghanistan. What's really going on? And just like when I said we were going to Afghanistan, I'm not kidding. Well, Fuck me up the ass and call me Shirley. Here we go again. We're fucked. Okay. Mm. Well, I mean, we're law enforcement. We can we can have our firearms, right? Not really. So Bureau of Land Management is the one that runs the law enforcement at the burn. And there are, let's say, agreements. Oh, fucking interagency bullshit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are interagency agreements. Now, with this kind of lead time, I might be able to reach agreements with some of the BLM people. Uh, I don't know, River, if you have any contacts with BLM. If you have any contacts with them and we're able to get at least a couple of pistols on with you and I being federal agents, it'd be better to have at least that. But in general, as far as weaponry goes, uh... K-bars and hand-to-hand is going to be the order of the day for the most part. Hand-to-hand, huh? Looks down at his stump. 
Did you say did you say gay bars? <laughs> uh honestly very likely within the burn. <laughs> uh K bars. It's a it's a kind of knife. It's this. And Rooster puts one on the desk. Rowan, you realize now that there is a knife sticking out of the table? Rooster. Yeah. Do I have to tell you what's wrong with the situation? You know, I really was thinking of taking it out with the sheath and putting it on the table, but there's so much more impact and showiness when I do it this way. You can't quite see Rowan's eyes because it's light enough in here that, that her glasses have tinted over, but you can read the expression anyway. She just levels the most deadpan look in your direction. <sighs> okay, Mom. Pull the knife out, put it away. Didn't even get to say that's a knife. Anyway. It's a very big knife. So the loadout gear for that is going to be minimal at best if we are fortunate and able to work the right contacts. And I'll talk to Sam too and see if he can help me get in contact with the right people. I don't know if you two with your lobbying connections know anyone over at Bureau of Land Management. Uh, anyone that we might be able to talk to to get the right permits or at least the right permissions. We can we can check. Mm-hmm. I just want to say for the record that I failed boot camp K-Bar. Right. So any questions that I can answer immediately before we go and start poking all of our various connections to see what we can get into BLM? I think the main thing is if this is going to be a week or more, Allison's going to look at Reagan. Allison's going to kill us if we have to miss that much work this close to election season. Yes. That is a thing that will definitely happen. Um, unless we actually utilize the interns. Right. Yeah, we could just pass up all our stuff off them. If we could get any official cover, it would help, I think. I'll do what I can to help okay. give you some, at least on the FBI side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you can give us any context about any say, EPA movement happening in the area, we might be able to get that under the umbrella of one of our clients. Mm. River, if you're able to, and I'll, I'll give him the coordinates, if you're able to start poking around in your office and seeing if there's any movement over in that direction. I can always check. And I'm going to start, I'm going to see if I can find out who the FBI agents are who are working this homicide. Because... I mean, it's a big agency. I probably don't know them, but I can start making inroads in that direction. I'll start outfitting us. Just, I need to know what our living arrangements are and what, I need to know how much we're roughing it. And I'll start taking care of the usual gear. One of the things that Jonathan Casey suggested that you will probably have access to is something like paint respirators because uh, dust storms and not a whole lot of cover. Yeah, I can take care of that. I mean, I can take care of all of it. You know me. I do. Goggles. So, full Mad Max. Basically. Uh, I will also forward some of the links that Jonathan and Casey passed along to me for... This is what people uh, tend to wear around the burn and the, the general tenets and principles of the burn, just so that we have some time to study before we head out, because... And Rowan will look down at herself in her suit. I'm not going to be dressed like this out there. And, and River looks up from, like, he's been putting stuff into his phone and during the conversation says, 
Oh, um, and uh, no, no open shoes. Bring lots of vinegar. 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 Yeah, ply a foot. Um, well, the, the the lake bed is alkaline sea, so you need to neutralize it. Mm. Uh, otherwise, nasty things happen to your feet. That is very good to know. Thank you. See, it's that kind of information that I have no idea about. This is going to. I'm just going to say this flat out. This is going to be very much stranger in a strange land kind of situation. I have no idea what to expect. I've never been to the burn. And also they say dust will get into places that you didn't think dust could get into. Oh, that I expected after Arizona. You know my history. Try me. I'm pretty sure I know where dust can get. I think it's a finer silt. So are we flying or driving? Because it's only like a two-hour drive. We'll be... Well, we have access to plane tickets. If we choose to drive, I don't know what the situation is for getting onto Black Rock City with a, say, vehicle permit. One of the issues that I'm running into is that uh, we have five people now, which means we're going to, with our usual driving arrangements, we're going to need two cars. A lot of the time I uh, take my vehicle or we rent cars. Um, our cell has an interesting history with cars. You don't say. Rentals tend to catch on fire. Well, at least your inauguration into our cell was um, very typical of our experience. You burned a rental? No, it was, Not, it was Ross's exactly. and it was sort of bisected. Cut in half for Rooster. You're going to have to tell us this story sometime. I'm sure sometime. it's probably a, a long ride into the desert. <laughs> Speaking of stories to tell on long rides, River, I think you'll have something to share. What? You mean the, the library stuff? Mm-hmm. But in your own time. Yeah, um... It's okay. Katie already told me the good stuff. Oh, I doubt that very much. Short version, there's a public library and museum in Petaluma. Don't go there. Noted. Okay, I won't go to the library. <sighs> It'll be really difficult, but I'll make sure I don't. I don't think it was a blanket statement about all libraries. Nope, nope. It's, it's well, He already said it. That's the library I'm sure you shouldn't go into. Was there right. anything else, Agent Rowan, or do we need to go grab food? I think at this point, this is a good point to go go and get food. What is everyone feeling? Hungry. That does not narrow it down. As long as there's a vegan option, I'm fine. Oh, God, we're taking one of the dirty hippies with us. Rooster, I went what? to UC Berkeley. I'm technically kind of one of those dirty hippies. <laughs> yeah, but you'll kick my ass if I call you that. Say yeah. it. Yeah. Say it. She may be small, but she is mighty. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say gesturing at Regan. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, are you a vegan too? Absolutely not. Okay. Good, see? All right. That doesn't children. mean I won't stick up for my vegan friends. Dirty or not, hippie or otherwise. <laughs> All right, children. Uh, I know of a Hungarian place fairly close to here. I think they have some vegan options. I said hungry. I didn't. I, never mind. You know what? Well, uh, it's it's fine. You were you said you were feeling hungry. We'll go hungry. So I'll I'll give them the address and we can reconvene there. Dinner is filled with 
a little bit of small talk, kind of getting to know each other a little bit more. Talk about the Green Triangle stuff does not occur in the restaurant, though you still continue to use the code names. The meal ends and everyone kind of goes their own ways, feeling a little bit more comfortable knowing that there is a mission on the horizon. You do have some time. As you're getting ready to leave and, and head out, Ross and Regan hop into a Prius and head out. A very new-looking Prius, if anyone's paying attention. River waves goodbye, and Rooster is standing there with Rowan, watching everyone drive off. Alright, so talk to me. What's our situation with these two? What do you mean? I mean, in which sense? How much hand-holding, protecting liability these two going to be? How much do we trust them? Well, as far as trust goes, they're part of our cell. Okay. They are permanent assignments into the team. So this isn't like with Quinn, where it was a temporary agent being borrowed. ABC has checked them out. I recruited them personally. They have a pretty good idea of what we do. How much of it they actually believe is a different issue. As far as hand-holding, I mean, it's a lawyer and a lobbyist. They're not soldiers. They're not cops. And I haven't gotten to see them in action personally. So as far as knowing how they'll be in a combat situation, I have no idea. All right. But they went back into a bad situation and they helped solve it. They went back in? Yeah. All right. And that's the kind of thing that I'm looking for. No, that that says a lot. Still gonna have my eyes open, though. Of course. But none of us have as much combat experience as you do, so... That's not what I mean. Look, good or not, well-meaning or not, the rookie's always the one you watch out for. Yep. The rookie's the one that makes the mistakes. Because they don't know better. None of us are above mistakes. And the moment that we have the hubris of thinking that we do is when we start making those mistakes. I know, we all make mistakes. I mean, there's a difference with the ones who don't know what to be scared about, or don't know better, or don't know the difference between a situation where you should jump and when you should duck. And they can't know that until they're in it. I'm not blaming them. I'm just saying that's where we find ourselves now. Yep. But it was always going to be the case that there were going to be new agents coming in. Yeah. The fact that we have made it as long as we have and only had one agent retire, and that on his own terms, is really significant. And that's why ABC is sending us on this, I think. We're smart enough to survive. We're smart enough to figure out what's going on. Alright. Well, I got a long drive back, so I will, uh... I'm going to go crack open that first rock star of the night. Safe drive. Always. Let me know if you need anything from me that I can help with. And I'll be in touch about any equipment that we need to pick up and whether or not we are driving or flying in. Sounds good. Don't worry. I'll let you know if you can give me a hand. And he gives a mock salute with his stump, leaning into it a bit. Get out of here. As ordered. 
Rowan, your drive home to the Rainbow House, it does weigh on you some of the things that Rooster said, that you're going into something truly unknown. You've got a little bit of information, but you don't have a whole lot. And you've got two brand new agents going into a temporary city where there is a lot of chaos and craziness to be had there. It does weigh on you a bit. You feel confident, but there's still that just picking at the back of your head that this could be a hell of a first Delta Green mission for them. Yeah. I think about that. And then I remember our first mission and say out loud into the quiet car, well, let's hope that there isn't a zombie in a septic tank on this one. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Ben Sislowski, and I play Rooster. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Ross. I'm Christy Bauer, and I play Reagan. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based upon the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dream Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 5 is based on two stories. The first is Reverberations by Shane Ivey, and the other is an original story by me, Dan Voshkevich. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons, Stephen Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Asnikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Betterville, Sherrick Manning, Red Dead Coquette, Blardimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, D.B., Eli the Kraut, Mickey Maki, Robbie Nowell, Naya Fenris, and J. Matthews 85. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on all the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can reach out to Agent Harker through the contact form there. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons and Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Additional undercurrent music, Rowan Rising, was composed and orchestrated by Alan Strickland. You could find him at alanstrickland.net. That's Alan, A-L-L-E-N, for his classical compositions. Join us next week. Our own reality bends and shifts, molding the facades we carry daily into grotesque visions we can barely imagine. Echoes of the monarch will take us beyond this industrial hellscape to a verdant valley filled with creeping horrors, the grand ball making ghouls of us all. Ha, 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 ha.